next station is Hoxton. Hey, I'm Seth Troxler, and I want you guys to listen to Hoxton FM. Hi, this is Marshall Jefferson, the godfather of house music, and you're listening to Hoxton FM. Seb Zito from Fuse, and I'm bigging up the Hoxton FM group. My name is Derek May on Hoxton FM. Yo, what's going on, cuz? Martinez Brothers, Hoxton FM, baby. Hi, this is Wolfgang Fleur, and you are listening to Hoxton FM. This is DJ Fitchy from Fat Freddy's Drop. You're tuned into Hoxton FM. Powered by Prison Sound. Thank you to Norm Ski for the last two hours with his Getronic show live on Hoxton FM and Simulcast on GDS FM. Did you have fun? I had the most fun, yeah, really good. It's nice and warm. It's a good, a good, uh, it's a good atmosphere out here. So, you know, we're on the street, but we're not on the street. You can see the buses, you can see the smell of food, see the people. It's great. Enjoy it. We're literally outside London Bridge Station if you want to come down and check us out. We're in the kind of glass building bit of Borough Market. I'm Dan Formless. The next two hours is going to be focal with myself. I've got a very special guest who represents a really, really cool guided tours of street art and graffiti. It's called Art Under the Hood. His name is Jay. He's just having a, 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 a rolled up tobacco burger. Yeah, that he's smoking basically. So I'm going to start off with this absolute beauty of a repress I can't remember the name of the guy, Pepe Braddock. The track is Deep Burn and it's an absolute classic. I played it the other night when the GDS guys came on the show London at Hoxton FM and I'm playing it again because I've got nostalgia for it and it's, it's kind of sunny out there and uh, this is a perfect sunshine track.
So this is actually the perfect time for me to mention that we've got a free t giveaway. We've got two sets of tickets to Fabric tomorrow night with Seth Troxler. And it's all thanks to the Nighttime Industries Association. And all you have to do is tweet or Facebook with the hashtag NightLifeMatters and tell us why Nightlife matters to you. And you could win two tickets to Fabric tomorrow night. Uh, I really think the NTIA is an amazing association. They've really helped Fabric to uh, redeem themselves in the eyes of the councils in London. And it's great that we've got Sadiq Khan in as mayor, pushing for a nighttime mayor. And everything's looking rosy. Everything's looking great. I've, I've got Christian, the head of GDSFM, standing there looking at me blankly. Or is it just your sunglasses? It's just my sunglasses. I'm so much enjoying this right now. You love this track, don't you? Let's let it let's let it play.
So this is Focal, live on Hoxton FM and GDS FM, simulcast, as Normski has dubbed it. And I'm Dan Formless, and I'm joined by Jay from Art Under the Hood. How are you doing? I'm very well, Dan. How are you? Yeah, really good. I had to check with you before that I can actually say your name, because in the kind of graffiti street art scene, it's actually very... Uh, it's, it's bad form, isn't it, to... It can be. A lot of artists obviously won't use their own names, especially if they're doing mischievous stuff out there on the scene that they can get in, into trouble for. But I think it's a bit egoic like to use me um, rather than Art Under The Hood. So Art Under The Hood becomes its own separate entity. Uh, it's kind of separate for me, but I take credit for what I do and I give credit to others for what they do. But yeah, it's great. Jay Art Under The Hood, brilliant stuff. So what is Art Under The Hood? <sighs> well, in essence, Art Under The Hood is an evolution of the hip hop culture in the modern day art scene. So it's um, documenting uh, contextual and conceptual art out on the scene. Uh, it's sharing positive ripples, sharing with the public uh, the creative skill set of all these amazing people that I meet on a, uh, an unplanned journey, really, kind of spontaneity in action, that kind of stuff. Uh, we run tours, uh, we could get commission spaces, we support artists, uh, yeah, and probably more that I can't really surmise right now but um, I'm sure I can come back to you on that a bit. So on the, on the entry level kind of uh, view which I have, I have known nothing about street art or graffiti but I, I know what I like which is what ignorant people say right? Um, you, we met because of Paul Don Smith's Articulate show which is on Hoxton FM for a little over a year. He was bringing in a, a lot of heads on the kind of uh, graph and, and street art scene. Um, we should definitely uh, big up him and uh, give him a shout out. But uh, initially, I knew you as the guy that did proper guided tours, who really knew what's going on in London. You, you know, I said all of the artists, and you said, well, a lot of them. But you, you know a lot of the guys who are putting up amazing art on the, on the streets of London. And um, we were talking about your tours, and you could actually basically do a tour, take people around. And it, you don't take big groups, you take kind of smaller groups, which I, I really like. But um, you could literally end up either stumbling on or, or arranging to meet with an artist and introduce them to an actual artist. Like you really know these guys, you're, you're one of them as, as well as having a lot of other uh, strings to your bow. But um, like how does someone find out about, if, if they're coming over from Zurich or other parts of the world, how do they find out about your tours? How do they book onto them? Okay, um, we, we don't have a main website for our reference at the moment. Um, I've kept it non-commercial for a reason, because a lot of these guys that are contributing to the scene uh, put a lot of their time, effort and energy and money into it um, uh, before they begin to make a break or start to you know, gain some success and, and begin to earn a bit of money. Um, uh, just to backtrack on Paul Don Smith, massive, big, flamboyant character. Uh, big respect to him for what he's, he's done to contribute towards the scene. Old school, uh, prolific, you know, uh, since 84. 89 maybe, I'm not sure, but he's been, been around a long time doing what he does and I've got a big love for Don. Uh, he was one of the guys that, whilst I was on a journey, which is what Art Under the Hood also is, it was a journey six years ago that I began and that I'm still on. Uh, and that's how I met the artists, in action, on the spot, finding out the various locations in London where the art's being uh, presented and then got to meet these people and became friends with quite a lot of them along the way. Um, but and before we before we go on to like the actual question, we should say like for anyone who doesn't know who Paul Don Smith is, any of the essentially the, the mural pieces, the, the, the pieces that are um, almost like, like anyone who's passed away, he'll do a piece on. So he's done Bob Marley on on Brick Lane. He's um, 
I saw you the other day and he was doing a piece for um, Camden's Finest. That's right, yeah, you'll find Don all over London, uh, um, even stuff in Richmond. Uh, I was up there waiting for a friend to pick me up one day and I just went down an alley to check out what's happening and found like a couple of pieces there of Don's up in Richmond. Uh, he's all over East End in London. Uh, you'll find some of his newer stuff down West End and Soho, that kind of way. Um, yeah, he's got a great skill set and something quite beautiful about what he presents. And also I wanted to tell you that um, the first thing I tell people on the tour is I'm not the Yoda of the street art scene. I only know what I know based on real experience. So, you know, and if anybody professes to know it all, I'd, I'd challenge that. No one knows it all. Okay, so unlike everyone from Zurich in Switzerland, imagine I'm fresh off the boat or the plane. I haven't organised anything. I'm here. I'm like, I really want to go and see some of the, the art on the streets of London. Do, do I just go on Facebook and look up art under the hood? Or is there a way, like, at short notice or, like, you know, a few days' notice, can I book a bespoke tour with you? Or, I mean, how, how does it work? I know a, a lot of the mainstream guys, they kind of they book themselves up for months and months in advance, which means that, you, you know, it's a bit like the, the London Eye or something. You can't actually get on it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, for me, mainly, my three main references are Art Under The Hood, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you'll find all the contact details and a number to call uh, to book tours with me. Um, I do it solely on a donation basis because what I do is for the love and the passion of it, mainly anyway. Uh, I mean, and like I said, I keep it on a street level so that the public and the community can appreciate it more. But yeah, you can reference me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter's probably the best place to catch the number. Give us a call, tell us when you're coming into town. We'll arrange something with you and work it out. And uh, we collaborate with any groups, any entities. We don't limit ourselves to only certain people. You know, we'll work with anyone who's willing to come along and get involved, like I say. And I, th I think um, a lot of people say, oh, well, I can just download an app and I can kind of go around and, and it will tell me stuff, which is very true and it's kind of nice to do it on your own terms. But I think the other thing to bear in mind is you, you can ask questions when you're with you and there's a certain insight that um, some tour guides offer in really like how a piece came about or what was there before. I mean, certainly the, um, the piece on uh, our studio wall, which is a rabbit, uh, is that is that Roa? And and um, I'm I'm I always say to people, oh the the rabbit, the rabbit. And people who've really been around Hackney and and, Hox and Hoxton and uh, that street, they go, oh the toaster. So it's all about what was there before on, on the other wall and stuff like that. And um, I think it's great to kind of get a bit of a history. And obviously the apps, they can tell you what's there now or what is meant to be there now. Yeah, what it is, it's quite a transient scene. So it's why we started to run a project space in, uh, in 2013 and we slowed the exposure down for the public so that we would change it roughly every month or so just to give it a longer exposure, let people appreciate what's happening. Uh, you're obviously giving exposure to the artists so they can get more recognition and stuff. I think for me the difference, if I could say what's unique about my tours is they're probably a bit more personal. I can give you personal insight to an awful lot of the artwork that's being expressed because I'm there documenting it with the artist and then they're sharing with me what it's about so I can give people generally a bit more personal information a little bit more insight as to what's happening not always what was there before because I literally would love to be able to split myself into 10 and go into 10 different directions and photograph it all but I've got 45,000 photos to date so I'm doing all right you know still learning still growing still becoming that's that's great and um, I remember when I, I saw you the other day and uh, Paul Don Smith was doing his piece on uh, of Amy Winehouse and that was just by Hoxton station and you were stopping me from walking past because they were, they were filming and there was like this, this taxi cab kept pulling up. What was all that about? 
I don't know the full SP on it. I think Don will be more informed about that. But as far as I understand, it was for a small advert that was put out by a relatively new and small company that's growing. Uh, it was supported by Amy Winehouse's family. So Mitch, Amy's dad, uh, was really happy with the outcome of the piece. And obviously the baby that she's holding was her little nephew, Cosmo. Um, so that's really sweet. I think that's quite a beautiful touch that he put in it. Um, and yeah, black taxis are a part of what the advert was about. So maybe getting around London a bit safer, that kind of thing. And when I'd come to stop you, it was their third take because <laughs> a couple of people had already kind of walked through in front of the camera and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what it was about. It's a beautiful piece. It's still there uh, at the moment. So, And I, I, I want to kind of, um, what was the biggest misconception that the general public have about graffiti, street art, what they see? Like, I know there's, um, there's a whole load of unwritten rules. Yeah, there's lots of different rules. I think, I mean, you can kind of di differentiate street art from graffiti in a way that you could talk about artists like Stick, who uh, has been a great support to me and whom I've supported to get some more space uh, local to our project. Um, but with graffiti, I guess it's that if you're going to take out a piece, it needs to match or better the piece that's there before it. I mean, we're not we're not talking about Harlem back in back in the day, you know, where someone's going to pop a cap in your like for for taking out their piece. But but um, yeah, it's like I think it's become more widely accepted that there's more and more space and more and more people supporting it. So. Um, but there are unwritten rules, you know. Uh, so, so we've gone basically from a very, very illegal activity where you get arrested and you're constantly running from British Transport Police and uh, to something that's more and more widely accepted. There are designated spaces, but you're actually referring to when someone does a piece over an existing piece. I also wanted to ask you about when I see loads of tags all over a piece, like over the, over the rower, over the rabbit that we've got, there's a big... Uh, a big tag over it. What does that mean? I've got my own terminology for the kind of behaviour where, say for an example, we use a big name like Banksy. Banksy comes along and does a piece. Within a few weeks later and over a period of time, you'll see all the Klingons around it. Now, I'm not really a skilled artist. Uh, it's quite crude what I do, but the message behind what I do is quite important. Um, but I call it Klingon behaviour because you could have just put it in your own space next to But they know that when someone photographs the Banksy, their tag's going to be in it. And part of the tagging is um, sort of getting your name out, getting your name up, becoming recognised so that people start to see it. It taps into the psyche when people are commuting on trains. They don't realise, but they're remembering names like CK1 and all these different names that are tagging up. So it actually, lots of people in the graffiti scene will start out with a, what some people consider to be a scrawly type tag but that will evolve into something quite beautiful. You've only got to look at artists like Love Pusher, um, a lot of people from the ID crew, Ed Sheeran, uh, so some great people out there uh, um, that, that started with a tag. I mean, I even have a tag. So if I draw a parallel with music, it's a bit like um, up and coming artists doing bootlegs or remixes of uh, big name artists. Yeah, exactly that. It's like, um, I guess, like the underground, isn't it? It's the underground scene before it becomes commercial. And obviously, um, you know, the skill set and the art and the hard work that these guys put into doing that and some of the risks they take as well to get their name up in places. I can only commend that really. Like, like I said, I fell in love with this scene six years ago and uh, sometimes I'm a little bit over like, you know, over inundated with so much of it. I have to have a break and see some trees and countryside for a while, but I'll always come back to it and I don't think it will ever leave me. It's um, just, it's cultured in my blood now that I'm just part of the scene. And I'm going to ask you two more questions. Um, the first one is, who, who, uh, is there a specific artist that's really exciting you right now or who you think should get more recognition than they're getting? I'm sure there's like tens, hundreds maybe, but is there one specific artist that you really want to shout out right now and, and get everyone to like put down what they're doing and, and do a Google search on? 
there are literally too many for me to mention, and those of those of uh, the people that I've met will know like that I appreciate their work because I've shared it. Um, there's just so many. Like there are a lot of people out there that have got a really good skill set, but they haven't really been recognised yet, and they're the ones that I like to try and get onto the boards because they've got the skill set, but they haven't got. They're not making money, and I want to help them do that. Um, but I've got a lot of respect for one of the artists named Artista. Uh, Artista is like a young entrepreneurial female writer. Um, she paints some quite beautiful stuff like uh, flowers and very colourful, bright, vibrant stuff. But um, she's just set up a community interest company to continue to support and help other people that was in a similar situation that she was. So um, I kind of only can have admiration for people like that in any game really because she knows what it's like to go through the struggle of it all as well. So, um, and she's helping other people that are in a similar situation. So I've got a lot of respect for Artista. Yeah. Okay, so Artista, and my final question is, what is the future for, for the scene? art in London on a street level? Personally I feel like it's still peaking, it hasn't reached its peak yet, there's so much more to come and because you get really smart people like Pref from ID who can think outside the box in the way that they're putting their graffiti out there so they're putting words within words so there's like five words in one word so if you look carefully you can see what the sentence says. Um, a lot of respect for people like that, but um, it's continuously going to evolve because like anything creative there's an infinite range of infinite ranges that never end. So it's great, great stuff. So it's kind of uh, continued ingenuity within the existing structure of the city. Yeah, I mean, it's made its mark over the last six years that I've been involved in the scene. And I know, I know it was going on quite a few years prior to that. Um, I just think it's going to keep growing and evolving. People will be tending for more legal wall spaces. Uh, more proprietors who own businesses and have wall spaces are quite willing to share now, whereas before they were a bit against it. Um, so, so is that a revenue stream? I mean, like, are there more and more kind of... Uh, banks or you know big brands that want to utilize this sort of scene or or is that kind of uh, tip of the iceberg sort of stuff um i'm not really sure in terms of corporate advertising and stuff like that i think actually there's more plagiarism like <laughs> than there is actually like investing in it but um you know like bristol up in bristol the crew up there is a collective and they're very supportive in the art scene so if you haven't really got a good skill set but you've got some good ideas they'll help you to learn how to cut stencils stuff like that if you know the right people like I say it's not always what you know it's who you know that can help you to get there but um, revenue streams are obviously the tours it's a way of making some money just to put back into the project into our under the hood um, but commission spaces wall spaces uh, they're also other ways and you don't have to limit yourself to any one particular artist you can open up to any artist who's interested in getting involved uh, and obviously yeah, you need to get a descriptive and a budget first to find out who you're going to source. Um, but yeah, there's there's so much more room for, for growth here. I, I think it's going to keep peaking for a good while, yeah. Great. Well, Jay from Art Under the Hood, thank you so much for coming down. Really appreciate it. Sorry to kind of limit you. I could talk to you for hours and hours and maybe we should do another show that really goes into more detail. But um, anyone who wants to find out about street art, graffiti, what's going on in London, they can find out about Art Under the Hood by just doing a Google search, going on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can get in contact with Jay directly and organize your, your own tour or join a tour that he's already doing. So Jay, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Dan, it's brilliant. Thanks for having me, really appreciate it. Pleasure. Das ist der Jake von Art Under the Hood. Für die, die nicht ganz nachkommen, mit dem Cockney Englisch. Er macht eine grossartige Street Art Touren. Und wenn das Huxen FM empfiehlt, dann müsst ihr das unbedingt machen. Check it aus, Art Under the Hood auf Instagram, Twitter, Facebook und so weiter. Und wenn es nächstes Mal in Zürich sind, <lacht> wenn es nächstes Mal in London sind, meldet euch bei ihm und er macht eine Tour mit euch. 
Und jetzt geht es weiter mit dem Dan Formless bis am 7. London Time, 8. Zürich Time, live auf GDSFM und auf Hoxton FM.
So the sun has well and truly come out now. And uh, I'm joined by Nick von Frankenberg from GDS FM. How you doing? I'm great, thanks. How you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. I, I hope you're enjoying yourself now because you've been doing, what are the hours you've been doing as you've been doing this uh, Zurich meets London? It's kind of a pop-up, isn't it? It's a pop-up I and mean, we, we usually start at around 10 up till five, six-ish or so. Tomorrow we have to start at eight, so it's going to be a long day tomorrow. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. You're going to come and hang at the Hoxton FM studios afterwards though, right? I will do my best, definitely. We uh, already was at your studio, it was great. So that was, yeah, it's, it's always great to see you and uh, see how you're doing radio. It was the 14-inch pizzas that sold it though, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, and the beer. Shout out to Stingray Cafe on Columbia Road and uh, Bex, who didn't sponsor us but should.
anyone who's watching, uh, every one of those is seven grams of carbohydrates, apparently.
So you are locked to Hoxton FM and GDS FM simulcasting to the world through the internet with Black Magic. Speaking of Black Magic, Normski, how you doing? I'm feeling fantastic actually. I just uh, was uh, very lucky just now because I just got a, a little tasty morsel of some of this incredible food that they're preparing for this big Dada dinner thing they're doing here tonight. And uh, apparently the, f the fish has been brought over from the lakes of Switzerland uh, in hand luggage. In about five, 500 kilos of ice, half a metric ton. You can see it in front of us in a boat, not even joking. And um, what I really want to talk about right now, because I mentioned it at the beginning of my show, but I've neglected to mention it again, is if you hashtag Nightlife Matters and tell us why Nightlife Matters to you, you can win two tickets to Seth Troxler at Fabric tomorrow night. And if you don't, then we're going to give it to someone else. That's right. It's a really, really big uh, opportunity for a couple of people to party in uh, the best club in Great Britain, uh, without a doubt, and possibly one of the best clubs in the world. That's Fabric. And uh, yeah, Nightlife Matters uh, is a fantastic institute that's been set up uh, specifically to help guide and uh, secure the future of the nightlife right here in London, which of most people probably know is continually under pressure from the authorities. But yes, thankfully nightlife um, will help to change that. But yeah, tomorrow night's gonna be a big one. I'm gonna be going along there. Yeah, I've got Voigtman, who's a fantastic DJ. Uh, also C Craig Richards, who's the uh, longest lasting resident at Fabric. 16 years, nearly every Saturday he's been playing there. And of course, the fabulous Seth Troxler, uh, plus many more other great DJs. So hashtag nightlife matters and tell us why. And win two pairs of tickets. You can't win two pairs of tickets, but two people can win a pair of tickets. I should be clear on that. And um, yeah, NTIA National no, Nighttime Industries Association are absolutely brilliant. I personally think they helped save fabric, but um, they wouldn't say that because they're being professional. And uh, they're helping lots and lots of small clubs and bars to lobby the government and represent themselves. And it's really, really important that we preserve one of the best parts of this cosmopolitan city. And uh, I hope that you all go on to uh, NTIA, no, was it nightlifematters.co.uk, I believe it is. And you can sign a petition to say that nightlife matters to you. And that really, really helps. I know a lot of people think, oh, my vote doesn't help, all this doesn't help. But actually signing this petition will help. So whether you're in Zurich or London, if you enjoy the nighttime industries, I don't want to say that. The, if you enjoy going out in London, then sign that petition. It's nightlifematters.co.uk. And if you hashtag nightlifematters on Twitter or Facebook and say why going out matters to you, then you can win two tickets to Fabric with Seth Troxler, Craig Richards, Voigtman, uh, Terry Francis would be in the other room as well. The great Terry Francis as well, the other long-lasting uh, resident of Fabric in room two, no doubt. It's always amazing there, but trust me, tomorrow night will be particularly spectacular because our nightlife really does matter. Thank you. 
So that is two hours of Focal with myself, Dan Formless, live on Hoxton FM and GDS FM for Zurich meets London in Borough Market in the heart of London, kind of next to London Bridge. I'm just going to say hi to Christian, who is the main man from GDS FM and he's putting his arm around me, but uh, I won't hold it against him. Uh, <laughs> we've got one minute and you're Swiss, so that really means a real minute. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together this week, Dan. Yeah, we've been... We, what, what, have we, what have I taught you to do? You've taught me not to use Snapchat, I think. That was... To, we have taught you banter. A banter, yeah. We've been banting. Bants, yeah? It is a verb now, then. I, I've been banting all day, yes. Full of bants, full of bants. Right, Christian, thanks so much for inviting us down. Uh, you always invite us over in Zurich, and even when you come to London, you invite us over. So I think we still owe you, but uh, thanks again. Thank you for having us on Monday, you know, Tuesday night. And uh, yeah, we'll always keep go back. That's one of the best collaborations we have, Hoxton FM, GDS FM. Thank you. And all thanks to the International Radio Festival, Daryl, all the staff there. Absolutely amazing, connecting radio stations all around the world. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to taking that to Milan, Nashville, I believe uh, China somewhere as well. So uh, there's lots of exciting stuff going on. Yeah, Ab Abu Dhabi as well. Uh, right, I'm going to let this one play out and we're going to, on Hoxton FM, we're cutting over to Sundown with Monica Ross and followed by uh, Open with the Campbell brothers, Fraser and Anthony. And we've got to hear some Swiss now. And on GDS FM, we're going to cut back to Zurich. We have Tropical Continent Sound System up right now for you and then we're back on air live from London tomorrow from 8 a.m. So no partying for us tonight. <laughs> 